everybody to We Geek Podcast. My name is Adam, and I'm joined by my good friend Logan. Hello. And we're going to talk all about Captain America Civil War. This is our spoiler cast for it. So, um, yeah, it's it, we're not going to talk about anything else. Pretty much just this. Might talk a little bit about the Marvel Universe, maybe some things coming forward, but Mainly, this is just all going to be about Captain America Civil War. So this is our big spoiler cast. So if you've just seen the movie and you wanted to, to hear what we think about it, this is the place to be. Um, and, uh, you know, what, what we'll do uh, – first off, when did you see it, buddy? Uh, it would have been what? A week ago. A week ago. Okay. I've seen it twice now, um, uh, about a week or two ago maybe, right when it came out. Uh, same time you did, and then I saw it uh, again yesterday. So it's kind of fresh in my brain. Um, did you watch any movies going up to it? No, no, I just I just jumped right into it. Uh, okay, um, I watched uh, the second one, Winter Soldier, uh, okay. just for fun because it's a really good movie. Yeah. Um, little things I kind of forgot, but so I wanted to go back and and check it out. And man, like I think this is. This is the first time for me where a trilogy, a comic book trilogy, just got better and better. Really? Where I, I loved the first one. The second one was just one of the top Marvel films that I've ever seen. Top comic book movie I've ever seen. One of the best. And the third one is now probably my favorite Marvel film. Um, it's it's right there with Guardians. I love them for just completely different reasons. <laughs> you know, Guardians stood out on its own. It was its own thing. It didn't really have a big connection. You know what I mean? Like, there was there was no rotating cast of familiar characters. Um, it was it was connected to the Marvel Universe in a big way, but then again, then again, it wasn't. It was its own separate thing. And I loved what it was. It was great. But this was just my favorite big blockbuster Avengers type film. And, and also it was very much Captain America, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I, I mean that I, I can't think of another comic book trilogy that was to me this solid. I know the Batman one is probably what everyone's screaming at the mic saying, Oh, the Nolan trilogy. I thought the third one. Yeah. I loved the third one. I didn't hate it as much as some other people did. Um, the Maybe. second one was the best. It was my favorite for it, though. Um, you know, I, I it's unfortunate. I think he, a lot what happened to Heath Ledger um, was a result of what happened in the third one. But this is the one where it was like, okay, Captain America surprised me. It was really good. The second one blew me away. Completely blew me away. Completely different kind of film. And the third one was just, just so much fun. And and it's. It's rare because it's weird. We'll look at other we'll look at other franchises and we'll go, wait, how many characters are they going to fit into the third movie? Right. <laughs> Do how many like and, and it's odd because really none of them were villains. There was maybe one that was sort of a villain. I mean, he was, but he wasn't like well. It, I, it was so unorthodox the well, way they did this. Yeah, and I mean, you did have, it, you had an antagonist. Like you didn't really right. have have a a a villain per se, right? Exactly. There was someone behind the scenes, and since this is a spoiler cast, we're gonna get into it. So we're gonna drop some names. We're gonna drop big spoilers at the beginning, so just be you know just last warning. But you know, Zemo, yeah, he was. It was unorthodox the the way, and I maybe we shouldn't jump to the end. Maybe we should start towards the beginning, I guess. <laughs> um, but I just kind of wanted to give a broad. Like I loved the way it went out. They, these are three 
completely different films. And um, yeah, man, where do, where would it stand in your Marvel rankings, for I th- example? I, I think top. I, top. I really, I really do. And I, I'm, I'm with you. Like Cap, Captain America, when they were like, "And we're gonna do a Captain America movie," that was that was my first. I don't think this is gonna work moment right. just because like yeah he's you know he's the one everybody knows blah 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 but he kind of had at least in my at least in my mind he kind of had superman syndrome mm-hmm. he was boring right it was it was like yay i'm captain america and i'm like it almost the name itself is almost a punchline right like you, exactly you, you would think like that would be the tag and 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 so they were like, but look, it's going to be a World War II movie, and it's going to be this. And then when you saw it, you went, okay, yeah, that that makes perfect sense, of course. Right. And then Winter Soldier just completely redefined it, – it, it flipped the idea that a, that a superhero movie, that a comic book movie – well, no, I'll go back. A superhero movie because we've had other comic book movies that weren't action movies – but the idea that if you're going to stick a big superhero name on it, it doesn't have to be a big over the top action adventure movie. It can right. be some other kind. Mm-hmm. And that that really kind of paved the way for things like Guardians and Ant-Man and and I'm sure Doctor Strange and Black Panther like it kind of it kind of kicked the door open for 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 the rest of the the universe. He really did, and then and then to come to Civil War and say, okay, we're bringing everybody, and you're thinking, wow, they had like four characters in Batman v Superman, and they couldn't figure out what to do with any of them. How right. are these guys gonna fit a dozen characters all on screen in the same sequence and give them enough time? Right. And and my hats off to everybody top down on this production. It was fantastic. Yeah, everybody came and gave 100%. They really did. And and, and th- back to kind of what you were saying, kind of what I was saying about having such a big ensemble cast and how was this going to fit? How is this going to work? How is everyone going to get enough screen time? I think what they had going for them is they've – I don't even – I can't even tell you how many Marvel films have been. Uh, I don't 12. know. 12, okay. They've had 12 to establish a lot of these characters, so we know them, we know their relationships. Um, I love that a, a lot of the smaller characters are getting some screen time, like uh, Scarlet Witch and whatnot. Um, and it, 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 and like you said with the Batman vs. Superman, they, they boiled them down to YouTube videos and YouTube clips. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not a a writer or a director or anything like that. So I'm not good with any of that, but I, I could, I mean, someone could have came up with something better than, you know, a YouTube clip. And, and I think they do that great in here. Like for example, the, 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 the guys that came uh, new to this Spider-Man and um, Black Panther are some of, oh, they, they had, they, they were the two of my favorite uh, coming out. Um, yeah. And so like when you have, you know, Black Panther, Spider-Man, they were introduced in such a good way. But I think we're getting ahead of ourselves again, of course, (laughs) or at least I am. Um, But yeah, that's that's how you do it. That's they like you said, from top to bottom of this film, 
they just they they did the best job I think they could have given with the material that they were given. It was it was almost like two movies, really. It was, and I think we talked about this on the podcast, but it it, it was pretty much the next Avengers film and the next Captain America film just so well put together. This um, this to me felt like what an event is supposed to feel like. It, oh, it happens. It happens in the comics and it's it's a cross this was a crossover event. Mm-hmm. Like it had it had the Captain America banner on it, but that wasn't the main like it, it was it was central to him, but it it had to incorporate all these other things. This this was the the movie equivalent of, of a crossover event to me. It, it felt this was to me the most comic book film yes. any of them have done because in a way, if you think about it, it was very personal. It was very Captain America, especially at the end. That The whole airport thing was really like the end of the second act. And the third one was super personal, super intimate. It was about um, Bucky, Iron Man, and Cap, um, and Zemo. Uh, you know, and it had Black Panther in it too. But it was really about those three core characters. Um, and I loved that. I loved that it was... Oh, I can't think of the word, but it was at the same time, though, I back to I'm sorry, I got distracted for a second. But uh, but at the same time, it had all these other characters. It was in the Marvel MCU. So when you go and open up a graphic novel and let's say it is Captain America's graphic novel, there's probably three or four characters that are very close to Captain America and blah, blah, blah. blah. But there are also, you know, he might go and talk to Mr. Fantastic. He might go and talk to Black Panther. He might get, you know, Tony Stark. And then when you get to the crossover, it says all these other characters. That's what this felt like. It was like, oh, wow, they can do that. We've asked for this kind of movie for years. We've asked, well, hey, if this happened, why doesn't so-and-so show up? Yeah, exactly. Right. Why why doesn't so-and-so come there? Um, I loved what they had <laughs> the brief mention of, you know, Thor and Hulk. What happened to them? If I lost that kind of bomb, what did yeah. you say? Like a 30 ton bomb? I, I would have consequences. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, so let's kind of let's kind of start from the beginning. Um, okay. What did you think of Crossbones? I, I thought he was an interesting choice. Um, yeah. I that I. On on the one hand, I get why they did what they did with him, but like I, I don't know. That seemed not not. It, it wasn't a plague with the writing, but it was, I don't know, a short. It, it was an oversight for whoever it was that Crossbones was working for, whether that was part of Zemo's plot or if it was just him being him. I don't I don't know if we ever resolve that right but but the other thing was they they for they kind of forgot about wanda like how she she contained that blast at the end Mm -hmm. like here was the idea that this is that this is how he's going to take out cap and i don't know that didn't seem it didn't seem like that would be something this version of crossbones would do Right. I, uh, I it I, I don't know like it it was a good setup and it worked as a piece but when you really get into it and break it down like I don't that's it's it's not a flaw it's just a little weak. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, no, I I, I... Uh, I liked it. I, I definitely loved his inclusion in it. It, it, it just it, it felt right 
from him to go from the last movie to this and now him being crossbones. Um, I didn't think of it as much as you did, I guess, when yeah. it came to that, <laughs> that whole beginning. I was just like, this is fun. We're seeing them be Avengers. These are the Avengers we saw at the very end of, you know, uh, the Age of Ultron. I was so swept up in the that part of it that I didn't care. They they needed to stop crossbones. That's all that really mattered. Oh no, and that's right. yeah. Like I wasn't I wasn't thinking about that at the time. I was in the right. same mindset. I was like, yay, Avengers! All right, right, this right, is, exactly. <laughs> like we just we just got dropped into the middle of hey, we have to stop this evil person. Excellent. That's that's exactly what and what it should will- be. Exactly. And they were working so well together. And the, the opening to this was kind of, you know, almost like the opening to the last one where they just worked so well as a team. Um, and I like that Cap was just being Cap. He was just do this, do this, do this, this. And, you know, Wanda, when she, you know, she's very, she's young and she's very new to this. Uh, she made a mistake. And w- one of the, re- one of the things that were my pet peeves about the film, and there's not that many, but one of them was no one really said you did the right thing. You know, they, they were like, you saved a lot of lives unless I missed it for, you know, and that just seemed like the theme of all the things they kept bringing up. They were like, if you go here, look at the destruction you made. If you go here, look at the destruction you made. If you go here, look at the destruction, the casualties. And it's like, hold up. New York was being invaded by aliens. Ultron was trying to destroy the planet. You know, there are unfortunately going to be casualties no matter where you go. Um, Wanda made a mistake, but at the same time, if she would have let it go off in the in in the square, it would have not only killed Captain America, which potentially saves who knows how many lives, but also way more people. So it's like she made a call. Uh, I I think that uh, at least the part of me the whole time I was like wait a second, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, no way. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, are, are we, like, is well, really? I don't know. And but, I, um, I, I understand that point, but I think that's, as an audience, that's meant to be our reaction. Right. That's, right. I think that was intentionally not said by anyone in the film because nobody, the only person that would have done that, who would have stood up and said, hang on, here's our CV, here's everything that we have done, would have been Tony Stark. Right. Well, Captain America did in his own way. He did it very – he was just well-spoken about it. Right. He wasn't saying that – you know, he's basically just like things uh, – I forgot – he did word it – I forgot exactly how he worded it, but he was like, these things will happen. There's nothing we can do to prevent these things from happening. We can only try our best. We can right. only try our best to save as many people as possible. There will be casualties. Like I forgot the exact verbiage, but now that I think about it, he did mention something like that at the table. Yeah. Um, and he was really the only one, him and uh, Falcon, um, that were just – the thing is throughout most of this film, I was like, you got a good point. And you, then Tony would speak and you'd be like – he brings up a great point too. Like, yeah, <laughs> this is an entire NATO. Like, the whole world wants you to be held accountable. But you know, Cap is uh, Cap was right as well. Like, where where could they send us? Like, what if it's somewhere where we need to be somewhere else? You know, or they don't approve. And you know, like being you know pawns to people who have agendas. It's a bad. Like they were both right. They were both right. It was a losing situation. Um. You know, a little the little scenes with the woman who uh, lost her son 
and was speaking with Tony Stark. Oh, by the way, we skipped over that scene. What about the MIT scene? That man, that I'm telling you, that was that completely surprised when me. when they did. You know, like what was what was the movie? Dazed and Confused. Um, was that it? The old 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 Robert Downey Jr. It was him. No, circa no, that time. no. What am I trying to think of? When he was in college with the earring, something like that. Yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. Days and Confused, he wasn't in. Um, yeah, I can't, but... I can't remember. I, I'm sure people are throwing things. Um, yeah, keep talking. I'll look yeah. it up. But like seeing – seeing Is it Back to School or Less Than Zero? I let, um, It might have been Less Than Zero. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, it was probably Less yeah. Than Zero. Back to School is with um, him and Ro- uh, Ro- Rodney Dangerfield. No, that wasn't it. But like yeah. around around that time, seeing yep. you know Downey from you know like twenty years ago, basically, yeah. like what they this this worked. It mm-hmm. it, and I don't know if it was if it was the cinematography or if if maybe they they learned something from because I I know they did this with Douglas in in well, Ant Man and well, that's what they did with Captain America a little bit when he was you know a skinny you know tiny well, dude they made him much smaller much skinnier um right shrunk but, his face skinnied his face that same kind of technology right but i mean my what when they did it in ant-man you could see like there were some issues right, right at the beginning like there were some problems there and that was not you didn't have that much face time what right. they did with downey in this one was was spot on oh like, yeah it was it was, it was damn near flawless and and that whole like that whole scene, as soon as I like, get played through, I was like, wait a minute, this doesn't seem like Tony Stark. Yeah. Like at the end, like everything up to that last moment, mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, I could see this totally. What? No, hang on, that's not, that's not Tony. And then as he steps out, and I was like, well, okay, is he dreaming? What the hell is this? Right. And then he steps up to give the speech. I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very and, interesting. And rewatching it the second time, you catch little things like his mother saying, you should tell your father before he leaves, before you regret it. Right. Like there's little hints that you just don't really catch uh, while watching the scene. And it's just, it's yeah, that piece, that piece of technology, what they just showed off blew me away. I was like, Oh wow. What does this mean for like film moving forward? Right. <laughs> Disney paid a lot of money for that scene. Um, and it was really well done, and I, I liked it. And then with the woman afterwards talking to him, like that's pulled straight from the Civil War comic. Yeah. Um. And so like, uh, there's there was just so many. Of course, they couldn't do a clear adapt a complete adaptation of the comic. That's impossible with rights and everything else, and to tell in a movie. But I think they took just enough things. They took the right moments, uh, the right ideas, um, and story parts, and put it in this to like you. You could absolutely call it Civil War without batting an eye. Oh, totally. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and and I loved that. That I think that scene was needed for him to go. Oh wow! Like, you know, there was a life lost while we were out kicking ass. I loved how he said that. Um, well, and to see, like Tony, Tony has always in in an odd, in an Tony's been been an odd role in this in that he's been, he's been the traumatized one in all right. this. We we saw it in in. Iron Man three, we saw it in Age Voltron. Like this is like this is getting to Tony, and to see somebody just straight up put a face on it, and right. to you know you think about just what has he been struggling with 
since because Tony is not going to look at something like like what happened in Sokovia and and it's not going to affect him. And right. I, I think that's that's part of what would drive him to fund every thing at MIT to say we have to do better. We have to be better to try right. and and do something and you know to to see this like this was just sort of the the last nail in the coffin of 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 really driving this home to him saying look this is my son this he was a student he he was this is this is the kind of person that gets swept up when these things happen what are you going to do about it you're not disciplined you don't have a plan you you think you know what you're doing, but you don't. And and innocent people, good people, die. Right. No, no, I, I completely agree. And I think him and Cap are just built completely differently. Cap obviously is war hero. Like he was built for that. He was in that for years. Uh and Tony, you know, he's seen his fair share of, you know, he was tortured. He was, you know, uh went into space was battling you know new york city and all that other stuff him and cap i loved how they just showed their different viewpoints yeah yeah and it was just like you could see and you could see it on tony's face he was just traumatized like you 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 worded it perfectly by everything he was like we need to do this and he was right like that's the thing that's what i kept going back and forth with was like both of these guys were right and i loved how gray this movie was where there was no right or wrong like especially we'll get towards the end where where cap and iron man go at it and it's like what else would you do yeah i couldn't see it going any other way he had to get that out of him and so like i loved that they did that and i loved the uh, you know zemo his role in this because you know just i'm getting ahead of myself again but <laughs> well let's get in let's get into um you know we, we talked about crossbones a little bit um you know, what about Black Panther? Because I think that's when they introduced him was right after that. What did you think of his introduction? I it was it was it was exactly what it should have been. It was like here is here is his father who is king and and here is T'Challa who is who is kind of the understudy. He's mm-hmm. he knows where he is in in he knows he's going to be the next king. You right. you can see I I mean he, I mean it, he carried the 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 elegant the understated elegance the mm-hmm. grace the strength everything that inherently comes with this character mm-hmm. carried it perfectly absolutely yeah. had the bearing for it had the presentation of it and and when when push comes to shove he's he's going to kick ass like yeah. <laughs> that's, he's he he's this i can't wait for his for his standalone movie just to see, like, this is a character that's going to be as strong a diplomat and a leader as as he is physically strong, mm-hmm. and and I and and I liked the idea of of kind of hinting at how the the part of the mantle of Black Panther is is as king of the dead. They right. they threw that little line in there. We believe that death is not the end. Oh yeah, so there was a lot of Black Panther stuff. Yeah, um, like even his bodyguards, like that's straight from the comic books. Um, the yeah, and you know, when he talks about who, like who they meet when they die and all that, it, I, I love that they did that. Yeah, uh, every scene he was in, he was just powerful. He was, um, you, he, you could tell. Like I, I liked it when 
you know, he told Scarlet Witch, like, you can do what you want. I'll kill. I'm going to kill him myself. Like he had no doubt in his mind what he was going to do. And I love. Then when you see him and he's got the claws and you know the the helicopters just shooting at him and he doesn't flinch. Yeah. And he's <laughs> yeah. just full body armor and how fast he was just running. Uh, it was. It was everything from the comic books. And, it, you know, I don't know much about Black Panther. I've only seen him, of course, in some of the bigger comics. I don't even think I've read a Black Panther comic. Uh, I know the new – there's like two issues out, which I really want to read. I'll probably, if you're listening to this, I'm probably going to be reading it before uh, Wednesday's episode because uh, apparently it's really good. Um, but, you know, I, I, I he's in a lot of ensemble books, and you kind of – you get a lot of his backstory in that. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait. Did you see who's going to be in the new one, the, the new Black Panther movie? Uh, yeah, yeah. They've got uh, they've got Michael B. Jordan joining it. Yep, yeah. So it's going to be – God, there's so much talent in that movie. Um, I wonder who he's going to play. Do you think he's going to be a bad guy or a good guy? I think he's going to be a villain. I do. Yeah, I that's, don't, that's what I was reading. I don't know who because I, you know, I'm the same. I'm not up on on right. a lot of, of Black Panther mythos. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's... it's, it said, uh, uh, he, here it says 90% of the cast is going to be black. So I, that's great. Like they really should do that. Well, I mean, you know, definitely some diversity. If it's going to be Wakanda. It makes sense. I, yeah. Given that it's an African nation, I sure as right. hell would hope so. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, we don't know if it's going to be, if it was going to be full in Wakanda now, I guess we know. So that, that's good. Yeah. Which is Have awesome. That before, what? That it's going to be fully in Wakanda. I don't, I don't, I, I think it was kind of suggested, but I don't think I it was ever like flat out stated. I hope it is because for one, that's a part we only saw for a brief second in this movie. Um, and when, when you see it, you're just like, holy shit, I want to know more about this place. Exactly. Um, we, we, you know, from reading the comments, we both know like they're, they're, they're technic, they're just way more advanced than, than other countries. Um, and when you see that big panther statue, you're just like, yes, I want to know more about this place. I want to see more of it. Uh, so good for that. Andy Circus is probably going to be in it too, right? I imagine. He he's I. They kind of set him up to be what was it? Claw. Yes. Isn't that Claw. yeah? Mm-hmm. They they kind of tease that in in Ultron. So I would I would imagine so. Okay. Yeah, man, I can't wait for that. But yeah, t- t- there was three standouts in this movie for me. Um, that just surprised me, I guess. Uh, Black Panther was one of them. It was just like, I knew it was going to be good. I knew, like, for example, Spider-Man. Um, but it was just, it was above what I thought it was going to be. And I was pleasantly surprised. I, yeah. I really enjoyed uh, him in it. Every scene he was in, like I said, it was just, like, he just radiated power. Like, don't mess with me. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. I love the little lines, like, so are you really into cats? <laughs> He's like, well, a guy is dressed in a cat suit. You're curious why he, he's a cat. And I thought it was funny. A cat jumping on a bird. And I don't know. Yeah. It was just, it was really funny. Um, but yeah, so, you know, and then we get into, you know, kind of the beef with, with Captain America, Tony Stark, um, him chasing down the Winter Soldier and where he was hiding. Uh, and that scene, that first fight scene, uh, kind of between Cap and Bucky and then between them and all the people in the hallway or whatnot. That was pretty cool. And then, you know, uh, black Panther. Yeah. You, you could tell they definitely went to school on daredevil. Yeah. For oh, some yeah. of these fights, the choreography on, 
on on not just on the on the grand scale fights, but especially, and I know we're jumping ahead a bit, but just to say, you know, the the fight at the end, mm-hmm. like the the fight choreography for this whole film was 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 top of the class. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That that hallway fight that did remind me of Daredevil. I was like, oh okay, and yeah. then like they did a little bit of things differently because they had a shield and everything else, and like whoever did that, who was it? I'm trying to think of who did that because they I mentioned I, I heard of that in in a podcast and there were some pretty famous people who did the uh, the fight scenes. I just can't think of who it was. Apparently they did like a lot of martial art films, but I don't know. Kudos to them. Um, uh, what, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, you know, they get captured. They go back uh, and, you know, that's when Zemo interviews him. Um and uh oh what was his okay what's a um uh from sherlock the guy from sherlock in the office he's in this um he plays a small part though uh help me out here martin Martin freeman martin freeman yeah yeah uh such a small part like i for such a uh, he's a big like he just did those big hobbit movies i'm surprised he was unless his character just becomes something much bigger moving forward. Um, I was surprised it was a small part. But yeah, so anyway, um, Zemo comes, interviews <laughs> him, does the whole, says the words, you know. And it, I loved that, you know, throughout most of this, I was like, what is he getting at? Why is he getting, you know, he went to that guy's house actually before that, broke into it, got the book, whatnot. You, you could see them setting all this up. Right. Um, and then they escape. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to rack my brain here to see what happened after. Oh yeah, so they go they pick up people. Um, I loved who they got. You know, I loved the scene with Hawkeye uh, well, and, and let's, Vision. Let's let's talk funeral for a second. Oh okay yeah yeah go we ahead. skipped the that that was such it was such a great emotional scene just because it came out of nowhere. Oh yeah, like he gets he gets the the call and he steps out and you're just like who's calling Captain America. Like they're like everybody he knows is at that table. What the hell? Right. I like how it was just like, I have to go. Yeah. Like they're all like, this is important. He's like, I have to leave. Um, I like the speech. You know, it's revealed that Sharon Carter is, uh, agent Carter's, um, niece, uh, Peggy, Peggy, Peggy. Right. Yeah. Um, It's her niece. And that, you know, I think we all kind of knew that. Um, I love the speech that she gave, uh, cause they, she basically took, the line that Captain America says in Civil War. Um, and I, I love that because that's straight up from the comics. It's straight up what Captain America says. And, but it's just, it's what now, you know, she's quoting Peggy um, about not compromising pretty much. Compromise yeah. where you can, but don't where you can't. Um, there are times like where you that. have to plant yourself when the world, when the world is telling you to move, it's your duty to plant yourself and say no. Right, right. Cut to everybody crammed in that little Volkswagen Beetle, and Bucky leans up to Falcon and says, can you move your seat up? And he says, no. Oh, I love that. Those two <laughs> characters together. Was, I want to be on that road trip. I want to be the fourth person in the back of that car on that road trip. They they really had some <laughs> of the best back and forth in the whole film. Yeah. Even like when they're, when they're fighting Spider-Man. You know, and he was like, why didn't you do that? Yes, <laughs> like ten could. minutes ago, and then he's like, 
I hate you so much. <laughs> like they are perfect together. It's a, it's a crime that we have not gotten them together before this. I like I would s- love to see them on their own little side movie. Right? Bucking Falcon teaming up, you know, <laughs> make that a Netflix show. Um <laughs> seriously because they well they like, really do work work well together. Yeah. But that was, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I, I like the scene where you know he finally kisses Sharon, and they're just smiling in the Volkswagen. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect because that's what you do when you you see your boy making out. You're just like, oh yeah, look at him, you know, finally, you know, he, right. And so it was, yeah, that was such a cool scene. She got him the gear, um, and then I, I like that they went and got, uh, uh, you know, um, Ant Man, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Well, yeah, Ant Man. Yeah. Well, yeah, they got yeah, get it. Well, yeah, no, I, we'll talk about Scarlet, which first I, I, I like that, you know, it was Hawkeye was the one that came and got her because, you know, he was there, you know, with uh, he was the one that in, like brought in, brought her into the Avengers and said, you walk out this door, you are now an Avenger. Um, you know, and he was there with her brother and her um, brother died to save him. Like, exactly. That's... So they, they have that connection. And, you know, even though uh, we didn't really talk about this yet, the vision just being clearly in love with her. Um, and there, you can see the start of something, but it got very creepy really fast. Well, and I mean, Where... I think, I think that's part of, of the fact that he is synthetic, right? Like there's not, you know, you can have artificial intelligence, but emotions are still a bizarrely human thing. Right. And, and I it, like that, you know, th- that scene where he just, he puts his arm out and you're just like, you could tell she's like, oh, I'm captive here. Yeah. I can't actually leave. And, you know, he, he turns it around. He tries to be – he does try to be a little bit poetic. He's just like, you know, I want the world to see you as me kind of thing. And so, you know, Hawkeye creates a di- diversion and uh, and then her power. You, you get a taste. We've only seen a taste of what she can do. Yeah. Because for the most part, it's like point this here, point this there. We haven't really seen the mind-bending reality where it's like she can just do whatever the fuck she wants. When she turns off his gym and then sends him like I don't even know how many floors down. Right. uh, It's like, oh, fuck. Like we all (laughs) thought the vision was this big, you know, crazy thing. She could actually be a lot more dangerous. And so – um, I love that. And then they, you know, they, they went out, uh, went out the door and left. And, but yeah, uh, and then they picked up Ant-Man, which I thought was cool. I loved his, you know, just like, oh, wow, you're Captain America. <laughs> yeah. And his, his little, like a brief moment with him and Falcon, just like, yeah, yeah. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Don't, it, 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 it won't happen again. Like, oh yeah. And okay. I love if you, if you watch it again, pay attention. He mixes two words around. Um, he's like. Instead of saying thank you for thinking of me, he goes thank you for thinking of me. I'm t- excellent. excellent. Yes, like he's just so shell shocked that you know he fumbles his words and he doesn't he doesn't stop. They never mention it. He just keeps going and you're just. I, it took me the second time to hear that. I'm like, oh wow, he just totally fumbled those words. Exactly. That's, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's perfect. It was. It was really good. Um, <laughs> and you know that that's Paul Rudd. He's funny and. He was – I was saying that there was three big standouts. He was one of them. Um, I mean should we just get to the, the, the Parker first? Uh, Tony, this is your conscience. We haven't talked in a while. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, that was just so good. I love that, it. That, I love he's it. like, who's talking to me? He is perfect. He is – you know, I because I think Marvel is – 
preparing for when Tony Stark does eventually, you know, uh, when Robert Downey Jr. I think he's going to continue doing it as long as he can. He'll keep probably doing, uh, you know, new deals with Disney to make, you know, recurring roles. I'm pretty sure he's probably done. He's, he's even said I'm up for an Iron Man four, you know, if there's a good script, but I'm pretty sure now he's going to be just in the, all, all the movies, the Avengers movies in, um, you know, all these different movies, maybe he gets killed off, but um, eventually I, I, he's probably going to step down at some point. And they, I think they're preparing because they are including all of these funny people. Yeah. Like a, a, most of these characters have a lot of good wit to them. They're, they're hilarious. I mean, even for a moment, like even Bucky, like those little scenes, he's funny <laughs> with the Falcon. He is. He really was. He's like, where were you? Where was that five minutes ago? You know, and so... And um, I, I just I loved I loved the way that they introduced Spider-Man, like just where they were like, he's it's like, well, I've got a you know, it's what well, was it? Him and, and Black Widow talking, right? Where well, where yeah. they were, you know, well, I've got a backup plan. Oh, yeah, well, I've got a backup plan. Well, where's yours? Right outside talking about Black Panther. I was like, oh, yeah, I got it. And it's like, well, where's yours? And then cut to Queens. I was like, right. holy <laughs> oh, the whole feed erupted because throughout the movie, you know, in big letters, they show you where they're at. And yeah. it's a very smart way of doing it. Um, and yeah, when they said when it showed Queens, the entire feed erupted. We all knew what this meant. And, uh, and you know, then you see this kid walking through the hallway and then you, you see uh, Tony and Aunt May on the couch. And it is just per- I loved how Tony Stark was just was just hitting on her. He was like, wow, like <laughs> you didn't tell me your aunt was so hot and all this other stuff or whatever he said. It you, was... you don't, you definitely don't look old enough to be an aunt. Well, you know, they come in all shapes and sizes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, that was nice. <laughs> and his back and forth with the kid. And we saw a little bit of this kind of interactions with, uh, with like Robert Downey Jr. Kid in Iron Man three. And now it was just on another level. And they, they kept going back and forth. Um, yeah. Like you could, you could just. This kid is Spider Man. What did you think of him? Because you're a bigger Spider Man fan than I, I am. I, 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 I gotta tell you, man. I, I will reserve final judgment until I see Homecoming. Right. But based on this taste that we got, I, he definitely gives Garfield a run for his money. For he sure. really does. Garfield was a little bit older, so he was like an older Peter Parker. This was more of like the teenager. Right. And I get the I this. I, I'm saying it now. This is my favorite Spider-Man. Garfield was – he was amazing. And it's not taking anything away from what he did. I think he was way beyond what Toby uh, did. Um, and so, like, it, it's a shame that whole Spider-Man thing came down the way it did. But something, I think, better came out of it. Now we're getting a Spider-Man interacting with other characters. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the big thing. This entire – Spider-Man being on film has been missing since it's ever existed on film is him interacting with other characters. Um, it is what makes him so great in the comic. The fact that he he's literally the team up book. Yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> right. He's literally the team up book. He is that he is Marvel's Mickey Mouse. He interact. He he's so funny when he talks to other people, like especially when they team him up with like Wolverine and even Captain America and like these he's they're like idols to him because and in the comics, even though he's older, he's still younger than these other guys. Um, and he's funny. And so 
we've never really seen that. I don't think we've ever, we've seen him like his team up was with his best friend and it, you know uh, and it wasn't with Captain America, it wasn't with Iron Man, it wasn't with all these people and the fact that we see him making jokes with the Winter Soldier, with Falcon, with <laughs> you know with all of these characters with Ant-Man. Dude, the, the, what sold me every uh, I loved it up top and down. What surprised me is when he wrapped his, you know, he was the one that thought how to take down Ant-Man. Hey, guys, do you remember that really old movie, Empire that, Strikes Back? <laughs> I was just like, yes, uh, I'm sold on this Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. Marvel, god damn it, you did it. Like, you know, and then they, he goes, spins around his legs, and, you know, and he takes him down. He, and I loved that he thought of that. You know, Tony's like, oh my god, he's onto something. Like, he's a smart kid, and I love that he made his own webbing. You know, another thing, I was afraid that they were going to, and actually, I wasn't afraid because we did hear they were not doing the origin story. We're not getting been shot for the millionth time, you know, and I loved that they talked about. With great power comes great responsibility, and he—it was like he was going to say it. He was on the—you could—you could hear it coming out of his mouth. And I think Tony interrupts him, but he talks around it and he explains about like being a football player and all this other stuff. He basically says, "With great power comes great responsibility," but he doesn't say the the words that right. his, that you know his uncles told him. That's really personal between him and his uncle. But he explained it, and I thought that was perfect that that that's how you do it uh i loved it he had the old mac on the on the on the uh desk and all these old computers and he's like i just like building things i i I just i'm i'm really smart at this kind of stuff um and he had a queen's accent i love that back and forth oh my yes so much yes (laughs) yeah where he noticed the accent he's like where are you from from, queens Queens. brooklyn brooklyn It was like, you know, he's like, you got heart, kid. Like, you could tell because Captain America and Spider-Man have a long-going relationship in the comics. Like, they go, they have a, like, even in the Ultimate Comics, you know, he was there when he got killed and everything else. Um, Well, because in, in, I mean, in in the Ultimate Comics, you know, spoiler alert, the thing that winds up killing Peter Parker in, in the Ultimate Universe is the bullet he took for Cap. Yeah. Exactly. And that was like he fights through it after a while. He doesn't know that the Punisher's just trying to take out a knee. Mm-hmm. He just sees, oh my God, somebody's going to shoot Captain America. Right. And and they they rolled they they took that extension that and the the chemistry that they developed in in the main line as well, especially in uh, what was it, Avenging Spider Man, right? Where that that. God, what was that issue? And I think I've even talked about it on the podcast before. Yeah. With mm-hmm. I it's oh man. It's it just shows like Spider-Man is still the idealist. It's not because he's a kid, it's because he's just he's had the most regular life up until he got his powers. Right. Everybody else has had some issue or some trauma or I mean, you know, even cap, he grew up in a good home and everything, but it, you know, it was, it was depression era. And then you got into wartime. Like it wasn't, there were all these constant struggles and Peter Parker is the everyman. He really is just, he's the kid that, that grew up. And as soon as he got to high school, man, did everything just go to hell in a handbasket. Right. So how do you make the best of what you've got? And that's, that's where the humor comes in and it's 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 why it's why i love the fact that he is nervous and tense 
and will will run away from from Cab's shield when he gets thrown at him, saying things like, "This thing doesn't obey the laws of physics at all." Like, right. <laughs> oh yeah. I I loved it. I absolutely loved and, it. And remember how when we saw the trailer and he shows up, he jumps on top of the thing and he says, "Hi everybody," and I was like, "That sounds out of place." And you were like, "You were just like, just wait, just wait till you see it." Yeah. You're absolutely right because. It's funny. I paid attention very closely to that scene. He doesn't say that when he lands. He says something completely different. But they just put that in the trailer. Right. That's Well, I mean, that was the idea. The trailer it, was to say, oh, by the way, here's Spider-Man. Spidey, say hi to the people at home. And that right. was the line they dropped in. Yeah, because right. he does the whole bit about, you know, he's, he's like, thanks. I could have stuck the landing better, but, you know, new right. suit. Oh. <laughs> and see, to me, that <laughs> felt much better than... The high, but it made sense. It was a trailer. Hi, everybody. You know, so I was like, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was I, – I loved his introduction and, you know, him so nervous wanting to do – you know, you know, wanting to, uh, to, to, to just be there for Iron Man pretty much to, 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 to do everything he wanted him to do. Kept asking him like, what should I do? What should I do? And when he goes after uh, – Winter Soldier and and the Falcon. I we've already talked about it where he you know he's like oh you got a metal arm and you know when he shoots the stuff at Falcon yeah. he's like normally we don't talk this much yeah. are, the, are those wings carbon fiber is this stuff coming out of you like right yes exactly <laughs> that was great you know then he's like hey buddy I think you left something then or I, there's something and he throws it back at him yeah the blue car or whatever <laughs> it was just it was great it was really well done um. I thought it was fantastic. And then he was like, oh, they're not stopping. They're, they're, right. they're, 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 they're not slowing down. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so we have the huge airport battle, which which had, had a, which had a huge surprise. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ant-Man just I love Tony's response to it. it was like, is there anyone hiding any spectacular gift or whatever he said? Right. Let's hang on. I got it. I got it here because I love this quote. OK, anybody on our side hiding any shocking and fantastic abilities they'd like to disclose? Yeah, it was it was amazing <laughs> because it was it was and because like I had I had seen like they had done as part of a toy set that. I, that they had kind of leaked that they were doing Giant Man. Oh, okay. And I, had, but I had totally forgotten because this was months ago. Oh, okay. And then when it came around, he's like, "Yeah, I've been working on something." Like I'm leaning forward in my chair, like, "No, no right. way, they're not gonna do this." Yeah, that's a, that's when I knew. I was like, "Oh, he's gonna get big." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I they kind of had a two with the. I loved the part with the truck where he's like, "Hey, Cap." throw this and then throw this at it and then it explodes on war machine yes. and he's like oh i thought it was a water truck it was a water truck <laughs> right and i love how basically all of them were where they were throwing their punches a little bit and that's the, like even one of them mentions that he's like you you were throwing your punches well, it's cuz it's wanda cuz it's right. she's breaking up the fight between hawkeye and widow right and she puts widow down and he just kind of turns at it she goes you were throwing you were pulling your punches yeah pulling your punches that's it yeah and it's it's was true like you could tell none of them re- like they're all friends. They, 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 it's just like they, this... ha- they needed to get to the, they needed to get to the, to the uh, plane pretty much. Um, yeah. And then Ant-Man just going crazy. And then he's like, oh, yeah. anybody have any orange slices? Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just out of it. Um, he was great. Like, I can't wait to see him interacting more with these, with these characters in the way he does. Uh, even when he shrinks down, gets big, shrinks down, and he just freaks them all out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's, what's, 
uh, he starts messing with this. Oh, you're going to have to get that fixed. Who's talking? Tony, it's right. your conscience. We haven't spoken in a while. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was it was uh, absolutely perfect. Him being on the arrow, you know, him being on the shield. like Him being on the arrow was straight off of an old old comic cover. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was, yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. I was like, that's that's brilliant. Yeah, and it, him being on the shield was smart too because they plan for that. They plan for someone to try to take his shield away. Yeah, and uh, I like that it was him that took it away from Spider Man. And so, um, <laughs> you know, it, it was really cool. I can't wait to see them interact more. Um, you know, and it was it was the biggest and best comic book fight scene. Like this is what we've been waiting for. Yes. This, this, this is what all these years have been worth it for. You know? Exactly. And here's here's the difference. You know, we had we had Batman v Superman try to do what happens when the two big colossies collide. And they did they were the way I look at it is kind of like this. What DC did was pretty much all of the bad things that come with the phrase comic book movie. Right. In terms of what that looks like. What Marvel did was everything great that yeah. comes from the term comic book movie. Yeah, like it, it, it's you, you, you nailed it. Like it was, you know, hey, I am going to use the word. It was fun. Like the way they were interacting, they took scenes straight from the comic book. Um, the way they the stuff they were saying is straight from the comic book. They make fun of each other. They say quips, you know, especially Spider-Man. Like they do things <laughs> like that. Um, and I don't want to rag on DC too much, but you're absolutely right. That's exactly what was wrong with that film. None of their fight scenes where they all joined together felt like they were working as a team. Not once did it feel like they were working as a team. Um, and no, I... it was just, it, 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 this was just so well Done. This is the biggest and best fight scene they've ever done. Um, it, I imagine the next big one like this is going to be for uh, the next Avengers film, right? Yeah, uh, I would imagine so. The two-parter. Um, I can't wait to see what they do for that because this, the stakes are going to be a little bit more serious. Um, they're not going to be fighting each other in those, I don't believe. I, I imagine it will be versus... You know, it, it'll uh, be it'll be us versus Thanos. Yeah, right, right. Thanos and whoever he brings. Um, so that's going to be awesome. Uh, it's going to be awesome to see them more working together. It was a, we got a little taste of this, you know, in the first Avengers film with you know like Thor and and um, and and Hulk and, and Hulk, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to see that in the next Thor movie, which is exciting. Like they work so well together. Um, you know, it's not just them brooding and brooding and brooding and then them, oh, shit, here's a big monster that we have to, you know, it was, uh, you walk away from this just smiling and thinking with those scenes where I completely forgot about Batman vs. Superman until you just brought it up. Like, it's just <laughs> so forgettable. I can't. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it, that, that's the only word I can describe it with. Wonder Woman was really the only standout in the whole thing. Um, but but yeah, so anyway, the it was the best fight scene I've ever seen in a comic book film. Um, and it was amazing. I, I, you know, I liked how, you know, Scarlet Witch at the very end, she's like, you're not going to stop. He's like, no. And so she helps him. She's like, okay, well go like, no, Widow. I'm not Widow. Black Widow. You Black mean. Widow. What did I say? Scarlet? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Black Widow. Um, yeah. I liked how she helped him and she kept shooting <laughs> Black Panther. Um, and 
you know, this this is where the film. I think this was like the end of the second act, pretty much. More or less, yeah. Yeah, and then and then it got after this a little bit more personal. This is where you know all of the most of Team Cap is captured and put in, you know, pretty much what what's that thing? The, the raft. The raft. Yeah. They call it. Yeah, they're now villains. You know, and Tony Stark comes in, and he's like, "Oh fuck." Like, this was Captain America's nightmare, and it came true. Yeah. Like, now these guys are put in, you know, where the villains are put. And, you know, it's not fair. Like, uh, and I, I liked how they, I liked how, you know, and then, like, he cut off the audio, and he's like, look, you're right. I was wrong. Um, I need to go help him, you know. And then Falcon, he's like, I'll only tell you where he's at. If you go as a friend and go alone. And so he does. Um, and this is where, like, this is where the biggest surprise of the film came for me because I saw, you know, me and you've seen a million movies, probably more than, you know, a lot of people in our our friends and family. We, we just, we love this kind of stuff. We can kind of see where these kind of films, we've seen a million times where they go, it's the last fight scene, they're all going to team up together, just like they did in Batman vs. Superman, <laughs> to take out the bad guy. Um, and I thought for sure that when they, they're going after to get, because they know that, um, Zemo is after, uh, this facility where the winter soldiers are at. Um, we didn't really talk about that, but the, the, the point of the movie or not the point, but, um, the underlying thing in this movie was that Zemo is trying to basically, um, destroy the Avengers from within. And we don't get that payoff until the end. We don't under, get, under, understand that until the end. We think that he's going to go to, go to uh, where the Winter Soldiers are, sta- are, are at because it's not just Bucky. There was other ones. And we think he's going to release them to make them all fight the Avengers and destroy the Avengers because that's a very comic book thing to do. Exactly. Uh, and so I'm thinking, okay, he just went there. He beat them there. Now we're going to have this big fight where the three team up to face the Winter Soldiers. Kind of wish they would have left that part out of the trailer because I'm like, wait a second. They're all fighting in the trailer, <laughs> you know, at this this facility in the snow or whatever. Um, but in, I, I, I promise you, in the movie, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just like, okay, they're going to go fight these Winter Soldiers. Um, and then that's when it takes the coolest turn and the coolest surprise that I did not see coming. Yeah. Um, and they, they this is how the movie opens up. You know, uh, they show the Winter Soldier uh, being woken up, given the words, which he says homecoming. Did you notice that as one yeah. of the? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, as one of the words. Um, apparently, all those words are supposed to mean something in the Marvel Universe. Like, okay, I have well, to go back and watch to see which ones they were. Well, um, I mean, tra- I, I imagine that a lot of them would have something to do with Bucky. Like, right, I kept right. thinking, like, train car was what he fell out of. Mm-hmm. I'd have to I'd have to go back and see I wonder if I could find a list of what those words were probably it's got to be online somewhere everything's online yeah <laughs> um and yeah so the you know I, I, so I thought for sure he was gonna they were gonna go there and have to fight these things and when you when they get there they're all dead and you're like oh fuck we're gonna get something different yeah um and it different it was you know he basically tells them kind of like he tells them his story how his family was killed because the Avengers, you know, dropped, what was the name of the city again? The Sokovia. Sokovia, you know, and killed everyone within it, including his family. Um, and he wanted revenge. He, he, and the only way to do that was, you know, for them to tear each other apart, uh, from within. Cause 
basically explains that if it's done from an outside source, they could just rebuild. But if it's done from within, it's dead. It's not going to come back again. And so he, he shows them the video. He's like behind a bunker thing where they can't get to him. And he shows them a video. And it's the, basically the scene at the beginning of the movie where, you know, it's in 1991. It's down a, a, a road in the woods. And you see uh, the Winter Soldier uh, taking out the tires of a car, car crashing. And that's all we saw at the beginning of the movie. And then now you see – and Tony Stark's just like, I know this road. You know, and it's his parents, it's his dad, it's his mom. Um, and it, it finally clicks that, oh, shit, it was the Winter Soldier who, is kill, who killed Tony Stark's parents. Now, this has been hinted at uh, – well, his parents' death and have been, have been said since Iron Man. Right. This has been a recurring theme for him. Right, right. And, we just... and that's, that's kind of where I think this, this paid that off. Sort of like Tony – again, like – this is this was the first trauma. This was where this all started, and it sent his spiral into diving into being a weapons dealer and and manufacturer and 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 a futurist because this this was this was the touchstone. This, this right here was the the origin story of of Tony Stark as he's come to be. Oh yeah, this this movie had so many things if you look at it on paper that could have went bad could have went going against it and the fact that this is what makes the russo brothers so good at writing is that they were able to write this into it because the theme of the entire movie and captain america has been saying we do want do not want to be pawns of people with agendas and that's that's exactly what bucky was bucky was a victim so was Tony Stark's parents. And you can't rationalize with someone when they just realize that the guy, your your best friend's best friend is the one who murdered your parents. And your best friend knew about it and didn't tell you. There's no rational thought that's going to go through your head to stop you from wanting to attack these people. But it's, it's the theme of the entire movie is that, you know, we are just going to be pawns of the government, whatever their agenda is that week. And that's exactly what Bucky was. He w- he was brainwashed. He was sent out to go kill people um, and not told who they were, what, what the reason was. You know, he was not behind the scenes. You know, nothing was behind his eyes during all of that, even though he remembers all of it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, and I, I, I liked that he said the humidity. He was like, I remember all of them. When Tony asked, like, do you remember that? And he was like, I remember all of them. So like, but he was a victim. He had no control over that. He was completely brainwashed uh, by these bad guys. It could have been any of them. It could have been Captain America if he was held captive or whatever. Um, and so that that was the tragedy of it. And you know, when you're watching it, I don't know about you, but I was cringing. I was just like, oh, God, I don't want to see this. Like, this is bad. Like, you just, oh, shit, this is horrible. And I, my thought behind this was, oh, my God, what is, what's Cap going to do? And then he turns and he goes, did you know? And there's that moment of hesitation. Yeah. That was what broke my heart. Yeah. Was I thought, oh, my God, he knew. Yeah. How that, and I think, I think that. Well, they talked about it. Yeah, they, they, they. I, I can't think, but I remember him mentioning something about that, about those missions. He knew about it. Um, I, I can't think right now. Maybe next time we watch, or yeah, next time, um, when we get on the podcast, we record the podcast next time. I'll see if I can go back and look. But he, it's, it's, it's hinted at before. I just can't remember where. Um, 
And you're right. You're right. Yeah, that was the scene. I was like, oh, fuck. And, you know, he's like, tell me the truth. And he's like, yeah, I knew. I, you, you, and he's, he mentions it at the very end when he writes him a letter. He was like, I thought I was doing you, you know, uh, I thought I was protecting you um, by not telling you. Um, and really he wasn't, he was just being selfish because he, he didn't want to have to face that. Uh, and it was just sad. Like you, I don't blame Tony Stark for attacking them. Of course, that's what the bad guy wanted, but this is, you know, we keep going back to Batman versus Superman, but there's so many similarities. It's really weird. It's, it's, it's really eerie. How many similarities this and Batman versus Superman had, and where Batman vs Superman, Lex Luthor had no reason to do what he did, no reason to want these two guys to fight each other. This movie had Zemo, such a he is nowhere near Lex Luthor's level for bad guys. No, not by and a his, long shot. No, and his story made sense. His the reasons for what he was doing made sense. How how he got them to fight made absolute sense where Batman vs Superman was like, ha your mother's over there. She's in a car somewhere. I'm, you know, it was just, <laughs> it was so ridiculous where it, you know, if they would have just stopped and talked to each other, they would have, you know, and, but Martha, you know, eh, it's about a mother dying. Like it, 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 there's so many similarities and that's what stopped Batman. But in this, it's like, I have nothing I could t- say to, to give any reason why these two shouldn't have fought. You know what I mean? Of course, on paper, yes, they shouldn't have fought because that's what the bad guy wanted or whatever. But by, by God, yes, they, I could, I could, if, if I'm not, I'm not putting the words correctly, but you can't, you, they're Tony's actions were completely reasonable because reason I, went out the window. Exactly. There was no other situation that was going to happen where in Batman vs Superman it was like if they would have just said two seconds of conversation like, wait a second, this guy's like control. You know, like, oh, OK, like they would have got it. But where this it was like, no, like, you know, and he says in the movie, he's like, I don't care. He killed my mom. Yeah. You know, that that everyone know everyone knows how maybe not how they would react, but they know that, you know, most people have a good relationship with their mother or, uh, you know, the, especially I guess men, um, that would turn anyone into rage. That would, you, you go, you, you see red at that point. It doesn't matter who that person is. You're going to attack them. Um, and that's what happened. And then captain America just, you know, he, he had to do anything he could to disable Tony, to make him stop. There was no stopping him. And he see, I think he even says that like these writers, man, fuck. They're so good. Yeah. They just thinking about it. Yeah. You know, Cause I'm thinking like you in my head, Oh wait, no, he actually says the line. He's like, he's not going to stop. You need to leave. Um, it's like being at a party where like you're friends with two people and you can tell, one person is going to kill the other person, you know, maybe someone cheated on somebody like you need to leave. Like this guy's not going to stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the conversation they were having. He's like, bro, you need to go while I talk to him and try and get him to see that this is exactly what that guy wanted. Um, and I love that it was black Panther that, that called everybody out on it when he's sitting up there with Zemo. And he's like, what, what did he say? He was like, you're filled with, what what was the phrase he said where he was like, uh, vengeance has consumed you. It's yeah. consumed them. 
I will no longer let it consume me. And I was like, oh, that's Jesus. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, yes. And, you know, he dives in front of the the gun and stops Zemo from shooting himself. Like, he's like, no, the, the living is not done with you. And so, like, I loved that Zemo's end ended with Black Panther because he killed his father and stuff like that. Um, and I liked that Black Panther didn't let him kill himself. He was just like, no, like, you're not done yet. Um, and he learned to let go. He learned to not make his mission about vengeance because he could see how blind he was and how blind it was making them fight. Um, and as the audience, you're like, yes, just stop fighting, you guys. Like, clearly, if you sat down and were like, Tony, like, he wasn't in control, you know, but there was no seeing that. There, He was just, you know, and I liked that Tony Stark wasn't a pushover either. Like, I liked that he was like, you know, look at Captain America's moves and copy him or whatever or they're figuring him out um one thing I, we skipped over we should mention real fast was roadie falling yeah that was that was that was an interesting thing from from a few perspectives i mean besides the obvious you know this is this was tony's best friend his oldest friend i mean this is putting that aside mm-hmm. it had to rock vision because he missed Right. Because he didn't account for Falcon's prowess with his gear. Right. Like it was that simple. And he didn't. And I, I, I'm curious, how is it that 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 Vision, who is this synthetic intelligence, didn't calculate that risk? Right. He didn't see that far ahead. Mm-hmm. And I and I wonder if that's if that's a hint at 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 anything is that the first seed of something way on down the road? Maybe mm-hmm. that's yeah. I, I, I thought that was interesting and I know they kind of called back to it early. Like it, it does kind of reference when he was talking to Wanda about, about their powers and everything. And he was, was talking about, he doesn't understand the, 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 the gem. And he said, one day maybe I will control it. And I, and I wonder if maybe there was a little play on that here too. That, right that 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 there was that emotion there that the gem maybe fed off that a little and it and it clouded his calculations just enough that he didn't see that possibility yeah no i yeah I, absolutely yeah. i think um i think a scene was kind of mirroring like goliath's theme like yeah in in the big battle like in, in the civil war comic um one of the heroes dies um, and that's when like, that was the scene that like Spider-Man switched sides. That was the scene that was like, what are we doing? Like we are killing each other. Um, and they didn't kill him, but they definitely, you know, they took his legs out. He's paralyzed from the, from the waist down. And so, um, might not walk again. And you kind of see that towards the end. But I, I thought that was like, you know, we see it in the, we see it in the trailer, like him hurt, but we didn't, we don't, we didn't know the, you know, at what length, you know, he was hurt. And, you know, it was just like, oh, fuck. Like, this is going to have some repercussions. Like, this is going to be long-lasting. Um, we see him trying to walk later on, but it's not the same. You can tell that he's going to have probably maybe be in the in the suit more often or who knows moving forward. Or or maybe not in the suit. His his war machine days might be over. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, sorry, I just wanted to jump back real fast. We didn't talk about that. But, no, uh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, but, um, yeah, this fight, everything was leading up to just Cap and Tony just destroying each other. Um, I 
like the line where he was like, I could do this all day. That was straight from the first movie. And and the second movie. Was it in the second one too? I remember from the first one when he was getting picked on. Well, and remember in the second one when he and Bucky are fighting at the end. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's the that's same right. thing. I could do this all day. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it was just like, just when you think Captain America's like done it, he's just like that in the comics. He's like, nope, he's going to keep going. Like, he is the most heart of any of the comic book characters. Yeah. Um, and it shows. Like, it was just, you know, he was just like Tony. It, they say the scene, the, the, the line in the trailer, he was like, he's my friend. And he's like, so was I. Like, he's going to do whatever it takes to to stop Tony and you know, he Tony blows winter soldiers arm off. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's in that you get the way, the way that, that, uh, that cap and Bucky fight together. Like it was just so, I, it, it had an ebb and flow to it. Like the way they were going back and forth, it was like, right. Holy you, shit. Yeah. You're reminded that these two fought together during the war. Like these yeah. guys, it, and it's and it's instinctual at that point. How many fights do you think they got in together when they were kids too? Yeah, like it's exactly. this is what they've been doing together for most of their lives, and 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 it's I loved I loved when they first arrived at the the Winter Soldier installation and they told that story, mm-hmm. just yeah. that quick little bit. Remember that time? It's like, oh, is that where 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 you spent all our train money on hot dogs? It's, you spent three dollars yeah. trying to win that, and and we laugh at it now, like the idea of like, oh, you spent three dollars trying to win that teddy bear. I'm like, what cheap carnival were, did they go to? And you're like, oh wait, that was in like 1941. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he's like, I, I bet she's a hundred now, and he's like, hey buddy, so are <laughs> so we. are we. I love that. I yeah. really did. Yeah, those little moments, like it's uh, oh, man. I hope this isn't the last Captain America. I, I'm. It's. It probably is, but um, I hope there's more because these two and Falcon especially, like they, they work so well together. Like, I I, I hope it doesn't end. Um, I hope Phase Four includes a Captain America film. I hope it really does because they're just so well made, uh, so well done. The Russo brothers, like, there's just so the writing to this is so tight and so well put together that, you know. Any other studio, I would fear all of this ensemble cast, all these different plot points, all this different stuff. They weave it so well. Um, it's really other studios should be paying attention. I want them to because I want them to do good. I want them to be well written. I want them to be uh, just this much effort put into it. Um, and you can tell it just shines. There's, it, you know, the, the same scene, the fight scene where you know, took me back for a second where the Captain America with the shield and Iron Man with his, with him shooting that. We've seen that a million times in the comics. I even think it's like a Civil War like it's, cover. It's a, it's a cover. It's the cover of, uh, was it issue five, I think? Probably, yeah. I remember seeing that from the comic and I like how they paused on it and they froze. And the whole theater, you could just hear a sense of oohs and ah, like, oh shit, I think someone started clapping, you know? Yeah. It was just like, yeah, this is what we've been waiting for. And, and I loved, I loved that they used that moment then to transition outside. Yeah, that yeah. that was so smart. Everything there, this movie, there were so many elements in this movie. There were a million different ways this could have failed, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. and not, I don't think once, like this, uh, the it was just. 
from, you know, from the writing, the directing, the acting. I mean, these guys, you, you've got to give it to the actors, too, because it's not just that that they know the writing. You know, right. they're not just doing the lines. They have, you know, it, 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 in Tony's case, he's lived this character for, what, 10 years? Right. Like, has it has it been almost that long? Eight, eight years, something like that? Yeah. Like, it's 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 crazy. So he's... You know, these are these aren't people just playing a role like there's this is the flip side to when you sign up and you're like, OK, and you're going to be here for this many movies and this is our universe and this is blah, 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 blah. But but you find you find that character and it it really helps that you have you have, you know, the, the parent company, you have Disney that's looking at Marvel and saying, look, these are your characters. You know, obviously we're going to be involved because we own you, but we know that you, you guys have had some of these characters for, for 70 years plus. So you know them better than we do. We may have some concerns here and there, but really you have to find your own people to do this. And they did. And that's, I know that started before Disney with Iron Man and with the incredible Hulk, um, which I, I love, I love that it was Ross. I love that it was was Thunderbolt Ross, right? Who was kind of the the military side of this, and I thought that's that's how you make that movie canon. You've kind of you've kind of pushed away all of that. We don't talk about Abomination. We don't talk about like they they made the one joke in the Avengers. You know, the last time I went to New York, I kind of broke Harlem, like that. And you were like, oh, that's a cute reference. But then when they brought Ross back, I was like, okay, that's of course, duh. He was there in the front lines, and and I know you know he and Tony had that little meeting, but you know this, it was it was an interesting callback to be like, look, we haven't forgotten anything, we right. know where all these threads are, we know where all these pieces are, we can pick them up again at any time and make them work, mm-hmm. and and the the these actors that come in and they're like, here's this role, you know, find this, do this, you know, they have each of them their own process that goes through with 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 everything and it it as much as it starts with the script it also starts with the actor like you can have a great script and a crappy actor and you get a meh result you can have a crappy script and a great actor and you know you get ben affleck as batman yeah you can have or you can have a great script and a great actor and you could and and pick any of them paul bettany Paul Rudd, uh, Tom Holland. I mean, you know, any any of these guys, mm-hmm. any of them. I mean, I mean, Scarlett Johansson, who has been been Black Widow since Iron Man two. Like, really, that's her character is fascinating because we've seen this progression. This right. isn't, you know, she started. She was just, oh, I'm a spy. Like that was kind of it. And then movie after movie, you got to see a more developed character and and in this her big her big moment was in winter soldier yep her her road trip with steve back to the army base that was where we finally got to see more of her that was that was the great i i hate to i hate to use this kind of of nickname for it but winter soldier was the great sidekick movie oh yeah they they made that movie her and 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 falcon they they made that movie work so well. 
Oh, yeah. And then to see all these other characters moving forward. I mean, Rhodey, you know, Rhodey was recast, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, that's that was one of the great that was one of the great moments in Iron Man 2 that kind of set the tone for the Marvel movies going forward was where they brought him in and Tony gets up and you just have Don Cheetah look and go, look, it's me. I'm here. Deal with it. Yeah. And you're like, he's not talking to Tony. He's he's talking. He's talking to us. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> and I and I love that, and that they have carried that, they have crafted that, and and they listened to to what people said about Age of Ultron. They were like, "All right, we know what worked, we know what didn't work. Let's let's get rid of what didn't work and try to find more things that work." Oh yeah, and they really did. And this, like, that's that's part of what makes this this movie so great, but it's also part of what makes this this entire. You know, we're up to 13 films now. It's part of the reason why they've they've broken 10 billion dollars worldwide yeah. as a franchise. Like they, this this isn't Transformers here. People aren't going to see these because they're they're pretty. Right. Like they're they're going to see them because they're damn good movies. Mm-hmm. Even even the even the duds. I mean, Iron you know Iron Man two was not all that great. Thor two not all that great. But there's enough coming from these and again it it continues to show the learning process because with with ragnarok we we're gonna have a thor and hulk road trip movie right i mean that's again we saw the seed in that from avengers and even i love that they carried that into into the animated show they carried that into a uh i I forget what it was was subtitled earth's mightiest heroes or or whatever it was where where they did kind of the same thing and then Hulk threw the punch and Thor put up his hammer to stop right. it and just kind of grinned and I was like that's they know what they're doing they're mm-hmm. they're figuring it out and they're not starting from this place of we know everything and that's that's the big difference between the Marvel movies and the DC movies the yeah. DC movies are here's what we're going to give you you better like it because you've got a dozen more of these movies coming Right. And if you don't like them, then, you know, we're not going to know what to do. Meanwhile, all of our directors are abandoning ship. Yep. Marvel is looking at these and going, okay, we hear you. Now check this out. And that's how we get something like Guardians or how we get Ant-Man. Ant-Man I loved because, you know, Guardians got to be its own thing because it lives in its own corner of the Marvel Universe. Mm -hmm. And that gave them that freedom. Ant-Man being more tethered to to reality in in a sense like this is happening on earth you have to deal with earth things right in so much as as they did they got to bend the science and they got to do they that was so much that was such an interesting character movie especially especially with Peña and some of the others like that's it, it was great. His his sequences were great, you know. So I heard it from my cousin who told me about it from this guy just like that whole the fact that that everybody in those scenes is mouthing along with his narration makes yeah. those stories. Oh yeah, totally. It reminded me of like a modern day Iron Man. I say modern day, you know, but it was, <laughs> it, it was it felt like them doing Iron Man in a way like, but it was different. It was it, it had its own spin. It had its own exactly. Like, it, it 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 knew what worked. It knew that Ant Man was so obscure that. You know, everyone wondered how are you going to do an Ant Man movie and make it interesting or make it uh, something that I would care about, and they did it. You know, for them 
casting Paul Rudd, them going with Scott Lang, like it was genius. I never saw that coming. I thought, well, how are they, you know, they're of course not going to do that. No, they went right into it. They made it a heist film. They made, you know, Paul Rudd hilarious, which he is. Um, they knew what to do and they, they built off their strengths and it was a smaller movie. It, it didn't cost that much to make, but it also made a killing, you know, at the same time, it didn't make, you know, guardians of the galaxy money, but compared to how much it costs to make, you know, it did pretty good. And it, um, it, it did, uh, you know, aside from, you know, the business of this is the business, you know, mm-hmm. the, the end point of making a movie, it, it, at least on this scale is to make money at the right. end of the day. But also as long as it can do that, you know, that's fine from that point. But going forward, you have to establish this character and and their own kind of little universe. Exactly. And I think a lot of people walked away from Civil War going, oh, wow. Maybe people didn't even see Ant-Man and were like, "What? look what I was missing. Yeah, exactly. Like, look how much fun that was with that character. Let me go back and see it again, or I'm definitely going to be seeing Ant-Man 2 now because of it. You know, I, I think a lot of my friends uh, didn't see Ant-Man, or they were like, oh, I'll wait for that one. I don't know if I'll see that one. I, actually, I know one friend in particular that saw it and was like, Ant-Man blew me away. I had no idea he could do that, for one, uh, and I had no idea that he was that funny. And I was like, it's Paul Rudd, and they are like, I just didn't even think about it. I was like, oh, what's wrong? Like, <laughs> you know, I was like, it, it's, you know, they do different films. And they bring them all together, and it's like I just, I, you know, I know I know I'm gushing over this movie, but the, it's just it, it's crazy that they got so much right, you know, when when it had it, so many different parts of this could have been done so wrong. Yeah, there. Um, this is this was a high wire act of 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 one of the highest calibers, and now like this is the kind of movie you watch this and you you get excited for what's next. You know, you look to Ant-Man and the Wasp, you look to Black Panther, the idea of a Captain Marvel movie, you're like, all right, they can, they're totally going to do this. Like, it's absolutely well, going to work. Oh, yeah. I, I think Doctor Strange is going to be its own thing with just him, not really connected. If they connected it with one person, I would hope it's Wanda. And I, you know, they've set her up to now be like, we need someone to be able to help you control your abilities just what if she's in Doctor Strange and they've left that out? Like, how cool of a surprise would that be? You know, if like at the end of the, you know, in credit scene, you know, he's like, you have a new student and she shows up and they're like, hey, I think, you know, you could help me. Yeah. Like, how cool of a payoff would that be? Because now hopefully we see we see Scar- Scarlet, not, yeah, Scarlet Witch go to another level. Um, and that's where and I think they were holding off on all that until Doctor Strange comes into the picture because he's going to be the one that explodes because right now she's just pointing things and throwing things. And, you know, she, she, the, the most powerful we've ever seen her do was when she turned off that stone pretty much. Um, yeah. And that's that's something that that's it's it's hard to overstate the importance of that. Yeah. Like that's. One of the the Infinity Stones is is a is a huge like these things have such unbelievable power. Yep. And she just kind of when she when she was in a mood, she just clicked it off. Oh, she's dangerous. That's the thing. Like that. that yeah. Like, I remember my one of I keep saying friends. I'm trying to leave their names out of it. Um, <laughs> was like I don't see what's special about her, and it's like you have no idea what's to come. Like she is top level. Like she changes reality by a thought and she's unstable. 
too. Like, she doesn't fully... We, I was like, I don't even fully understand her powers. Like, that's how dangerous she is. Um, well, under I mean, control, she's a very good weapon, but when she loses it, it could be very bad for everybody. And so, um, I'd love to see after Doctor Strange, or I doubt during it that that would ever happen, but I would love to see them to interact. Yeah, um, like that, that would be a great end credits coda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we've kind of got off track here. Yeah, I love the ending <laughs> to to what happened with their fight. I, Captain America dropping a shield, you know, and Tony couldn't do anything. He was just like, my father made that for you. You know, they've been building this fight forever. Like when yeah. him just saying like, you know, back when he was like, what's good came out of you from a bottle or something like that. You know, that they, they've been had this back and forth for a little bit now. And so, um. You know, I it just ends with him dropping his shield and uh, basically sending a uh, uh, a message to Tony, a letter, um, you know, saying he wished that it, it ended ended differently, that they saw it the same, that they they came together on certain points of view, and that of course, if he ever needed him, he'd be just a phone call away, and and leaves him that phone. So that he knows if he ever needs him, he could call him. I'm sure he'll get that call uh, leading up to the event, the new Avengers movie. Um, yeah. Um, and I liked, you know, he, he goes to the raft and like Thunderbolt Ross calls and he's all upset. Like, Tony, you need to get down here. Something's <laughs> he's like, oh, well, hold on. He hangs up. That was, and then he, that was so great. He was like, it, he's like, if anything ever comes up, call me. I'll put you on hold. I like I like watching the light blink. Yep, and then yeah. when he called him, he was like, hold, please. No, Tony, wait. <laughs> yep oh yeah and and yeah and, he, and then you see you know falcon and all of them are at the wrath the lights are going crazy and then you see captain america's face and he's come to to rescue his friends and like this is straight up from the comic books like this is when captain america was underground and he had his team and iron man had his team and so i love how these movies just totally shift the universe um two, two words know. two words Secret Avengers. Yes, Secret <laughs> Avengers. It shifts the universe to where there's the secret team and then there's the team run by the ones that are a little bit of controlled by the government. So um, it's going to be really – it's so interesting moving forward uh, what they do with this. And now that you know they might be on the run a little bit, you know, they, who knows what it, – it, it really opens it up. Um, God, we got Guardians coming, Thor coming. It's going to be cool to see what what Thor and and Hawk think of all this. Like, what, 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 you know, who knows if they're going to come back to Earth during that film? But they're in for a surprise. Oh, I loved how Hawkeye was like, "I'm gone for five minutes," and yeah. you know, everybody, <laughs> and, it, and it all comes down. I saw an interview um, where they talked about some of the people that they considered being in the film, and they didn't. And one of them. Um, was Samuel Jackson. They wanted him. They were thinking about him being back, but it, they thought it wouldn't make sense if Nick Fury showed up because he's kind of like the parent to all of this. So I, they were like, it's kind of like the parent going away and the kids all hell breaks loose. You know, you leave him alone for five minutes and all hell breaks loose. They didn't want him to just show back up like he did with Ultron um, and save the day. They needed, he needed to be away. Right. And, and I think I saw one of the other concerns they said was like, he's still sort of a government figure in, in as much as, as, as yeah, he's on the run and everything. But when people think Nick Fury, they still right. think of shield. 
Oh, that's true. And so where, you know, how does that drag shield into this? Whose side do they come down on? And it was, it was, it was a better decision just to let this be amongst the Avengers. Right. Well, I'm sure he'll be back for, uh, the next one. Um, Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I imagine they'll all be in it. Doctor Strange, maybe even um, some of the Netflix. Apparently, this movie was shot and wrote before the Netflix series, so that's why they didn't include any of the. Uh... Yeah, Charlie Cox was bummed about that. Like yeah. he, he, you know, he knew of Daredevil's involvement in the the comic arc, but but by the time that deal was set and done, mm-hmm. like it was it, it was too late to to right. change his script. Right. And, you know, I was reading I was reading an interview where they said that the movie and the TV things are very different things. But um, moving forward, it's a possibility that they you know, that they could be in the movie. Well, um, and I think it's in his contract, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I you know, so we're going to see. Yeah, I, I really do think it is. Um, he should be in the next Avengers film for sure. Um even though it took him a while to be Avenger, so it makes sense. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, he needs to, because you know when he's like, "I have a backup plan." Daredevil could very well be a backup plan. Like he is tuned in. Like he, he right? He, he's he's a, he's a good fighter. So um, it's going to be cool going forward, seeing what they do. But yeah, I mean, I I liked how it ended. I liked how it ended with. It, it didn't end with them all buddy buddy like we all thought it was going to be where they all team up together to take on the bad guy that didn't happen and it was beautiful and it wasn't expected and it was a, it was such an odd way to end it but it, in a way it was such uh, it, it felt good to end it that way because it felt good knowing what's going to happen next it did close it off so it was like okay we got our ending and it wasn't black and white. It wasn't we teamed up and we're all happy go lucky because that wouldn't happen. You know, that's probably how this would play out if that really happened. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to just be friends again. They're just they need some time away from each other. You know, and I'm sure when they get back together, they're going to appreciate it just like they do in the comics. Um, they're going to be like, you know, I missed you. You know, um, so I, I don't know, man. I I, I can't wait. Uh, what's the next one? Doctor Strange, right? Yeah. What's the lineup? We got Doctor Strange and then Guardians and then Thor. I think. I think that sounds right. Yeah. I can't wait to see what Thor and Hulk are up to. Like, that's, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. That's like I, I'm I'm most intrigued about that one, mm-hmm. just because I don't know where that's gonna go. Like, I know where Doctor Strange is gonna go, and I'm really like that's the one I'm most excited mm-hmm. for is yeah. Doctor Strange because I can't this this I've been waiting for this. Because I was always like, they'll never do Doctor Strange. Like it's too obscure. Pun, it's too pun intended. Strange. Yeah. Like they're not going to go into the magic side of this. And then they name checked him during Winter Soldier, and I was like, all right, that's it. I want my where, when. Let's go. Let's do this. I want my Doctor Strange movie, and I want it now. Damn it. Yep. <laughs> and they were like, and they were like, we're doing it, and I'm like, great. And they're like, and we've got Benedict Cumberbatch, and I'm like, I can I help finance this? Can we move this along, please? (laughs) Yeah. Like I, I, I want this movie and I want this movie now, but, but Uh, I, you know, like, cause I know the story. So I, I, I know like kind of the, the, I, I don't know, obviously the specifics, uh, but like, I know the general roadmap it's going to take. I, I don't. And that's part of why I'm so excited for it. I'm intrigued by the third Thor movie because I have no idea what roadmap that's going to have. 
Yeah. <laughs> like I have no yeah. clue what that's going to be. Like they're, they're teasing that it's, you know, that, that we're, we're, you know, we're Hulk in space and everything. And that's, that's where we're going to go with this. And I, eh, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's where we're going to go. I don't think that's, I don't think world war Hulk is, is the road we're going to go down here. That would be crazy. It, it, um, it would, but I don't like, I, I, if I got to see one standalone Hulk movie, I would love to see World War Hulk. But, um, but the the thing is, it's a different like like the the premise behind that story though, is his resentment of of the Avengers for for launching him into space. Right, right. You couldn't do that. Right. It you know? wouldn't. It wouldn't fit. It wouldn't fit this mold because this is a, a this is a Hulk. This is a Bruce Banner who would welcome that. If, if he could get it like he would right. he he's trying to be in exile he's trying to find his way away from people like, well the way i could see them doing that is it wouldn't be war with hawk it'd be planet hawk where basically he is that's, that's the one i meant right right where he's he not being sent into space where he goes into space but he goes off track somehow and he lands on a planet and now he's a gladiator. Like that would be how they would set that up instead of being sent out into space. Now we all thought that's what they were going to do at the end of, or we not thought, but we all, you know, would one of our, Hmm, what could happen? You know, there were rumors that, you know, at the end of uh, age of Ultron, they did send him into space, but that didn't happen. Obviously he left on his own. He was like, I'm getting in a jet. I'm getting out of here. Um, I need to be away. And, um, you know, uh, somehow he's got with Thor and it made sense to take those two players because if they were in the movie, it would have been over with, you know, Hulk would have destroyed the whole thing. Um, and Thor would have just, <laughs> he could have ripped them a new one. Right. Um, you had to take those level of characters out of it. Even vision was, you know, I liked when he went into Ant-Man, he's like, someone just flew inside of me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like that was so great. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, man, it was, it was so good. Um, yeah. And it, it was interesting the way like age of Ultron specifically set up why those two wouldn't be here. Like Thor yeah. is, you know, Bruce is trying to hide. Like he doesn't want, he's, he still sees himself as a monster for right. all that he it's. And it's interesting because his point of view would have been really interesting here. Like he's, he's looking at himself and he's thinking, you know, for as much as he has Hulk under control, he's still a monster. He's right. still. I mean, they use him as an example when they show the video and exactly. him jumping onto the building. Yeah. yeah, it's like this. Like this is part of what comes with it. That like that would have been an interesting perspective, but that's you know that's part of why he's trying to hide. Why he's always been trying to hide in the Incredible Hulk. He was trying to hide in Avengers. He was trying to hide. Like that's he's he's well aware of the the mr hyde part of his his persona pun mildly intended <laughs> but like that's so to have him like this is him staying far away from this it's like oh well you know this is you know this all looks horrible you know like <laughs> right that's well oh, this yeah. is going to be a, a global catastrophe oh i actively try to avoid those like that's <laughs> that's what he's doing and thor you know, he's off being being, you know, Thor P.I. in space like he's trying to get to the bottom of of why the the Infinity Stones keep popping up. So he's I mean, he's just not there. He's going to get back and hear the stories like he'll, he'll sit. He'll sit down with Tony and, and toast him and Tony will tell his version and then he'll find Cap and Cap will tell his version. And, you know, like that's those are like the one shots that I want to see. 
like have you know have bucky and falcon in in something else and then have have one where it's like and thor meets with tony and talks about civil war and thor meets with cap and talks about civil war yeah <laughs> like that's that would be funny like that's like each scene is like a different a different kind of little gathering like that would be interesting right oh yeah no i i, I agree yeah man i uh i don't know i, I don't know what else there is to say about uh, the movie the um the end caps were cool uh you know going taking um winter soldier and putting them away until they figure out how to uh fix you know <laughs> fix his brainwashing how to, yeah how to deprogram him yeah yep and i like how cap is now in wakanda and that because i was thinking where would he go to stay safe and it's like oh okay this is awesome and then the big ass panther outside and like, right it this... looks like they're when, when they show him in the air like getting all this stuff done like he's gonna get in a tube and all the scientists around i'm like wait a second, where is he at? You know, if he's on the run or whatever, uh, and then it makes sense. Like, oh, this is Wakanda. Okay, yeah, they're all scientists and whatnot. And so, yeah, like, it's, it's, like, just... it's like, wow, this is, like, super sterile and futuristic looking. Like, this can't be, right. like, a little underground place. Right, exactly, exactly. That's why my mind went, I was like, are they in, like, some high-tech shield? Nope, 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 this is Wakanda. So I loved that, and then, uh, of course, we got Spider-Man. Yeah, um, yeah. I got no f- hit. Uh, who hit you? Uh, this guy named Steve. Steve from 12C? No, Steve from Brooklyn. You, you right. don't know him. His, his friend his his friend was huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was perfect. It was perfect. And they did the it. whole, you know, they did the whole uh James Bond thing. It was like Spider Man will return. <laughs> and so Spider Man yeah. Homecoming we're gonna get um, Well, I mean that was the Thor that was the, the Thor caption. Mm-hmm. That was when oh, that okay. was the first time we saw that you know Thor will return in the Avengers, and then they just got rid of the the film titles for the next one. Like, oh, okay, and, gotcha. and Iron Man will return, and 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 Captain America will return, you know, so on. So Ant Man will return, so on, so on. Right, right. Yeah, I'm I'm super pumped. I cannot wait. I was I I am I am now very excited for Spider Man Homecoming. I really am. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't know anything about it. We know nothing. <laughs> Except that he has the spider signal. That was yep. the greatest callback ever. Oh, I see. I didn't even get that. That's that's I, what that I, was. That's what that light was. That's right. old school Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I know. You're a much bigger fan of it. See, I was, I guess, yeah. bigger. X-Men, you were a bigger Spider-Man. So, like, I didn't get that. I'm like, what? It, yeah. Does he have a signal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand it. He, that was like, he'd be up on the wall and we're like, oh, we're guys breaking into a jewelry store, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, they're, they're suddenly, they're standing in the middle of, of the spider signal and they would freak out, you know, they're like, (laughs) oh, no, it's not Spider-Man. We're busted. Like, we got to get out of here. Like, that was, that was great. And there's like, it was always kind of played for a laugh like that, where it was like, these are just, you know, he's obviously not going to do that against the Green Goblin because what the hell does he care? Right. But when it's when, you know, it's when it's when it's Nikki and Tony breaking into a a, a pawn shop or something like Mm -hmm. that's, you know, just like two random guys who are like, hey, I think we can get away with this wrong. (laughs) Right. And I think this is what I got from that was like Tony's calling him. Well, or like this was a, 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 a something like that. It to, was he didn't know what it was. He was like, "What? What is this? Why it was a big surprise?" It and just you and happened. you yeah, and you had like it wasn't a static thing, like it had it had little icons around the outside and everything. Right. right. So it's like it's like here's, you know, here's here's the gift. This was the this was 
the cinematic version of the Iron Spider. This was here, kid. I made you a thing. Right. That's that's exactly what this was. I was trying to think. There was, I had a I had a better analogy, and I cannot remember for the life of me. Right. No. And that's what that's exactly. You know, th- this was taken straight from the comics, where instead of he literally got a suit from Iron Man. So this it was just I loved the way that they did it. They were like, well, we can just make it so he's giving him his actual Spider-Man suit, and it's inspired by what he created himself. And it makes sense. A kid from Queens, you know, <laughs> the spider suit. It's it's gonna make sense that he gets something a little bit better from someone like Tony Stark. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, that advanced. Um, I like the the it made they explain the eyes focusing because he has trouble focusing where his his senses are just are are maxed all out. exactly like I love that like that was because that was a thing that was a great thing of like wait a minute they narrowed why did they narrow well it helps me focus like yep. that's and that's something else like this isn't all just a picnic for him like right. he has to be able to narrow it he has to be able to 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 block out and to focus and to, to not be completely overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's, that's, I thought that was an interesting little addition. That was nice. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, it was, it was really well done. Everything they did in this was just great. So yeah, man, I mean, I don't, I don't know anything else to say. I think we've, <laughs> we've gone over it all. I, I think we've, I, in, in the amount of it, I think in about the same runtime as the movie had, I think we've about covered it. <laughs> Yes. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. We're pumped to see what comes out next, uh, especially Spider-Man. Um, but again, uh, thanks for listening. If you're just listening to this, we are on the N.FM every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and then we go up usually the next day or whatnot. Uh, that day, actually, or the, I don't know. Sometime around that time, we're up on iTunes, right? It's Wednesdays that it goes onto itunes live right thursday uh we we do the show wednesday at nine and then we usually go like thursday morning that's right it's uploaded yeah yeah so thursday you'll be able to listen to the podcast wednesday evening you'll be able to hear us live so uh we'll be here of course this wednesday well well, Um, live adjacent live adjacent yep (laughs) um go to our facebook groups the we geek podcast like ones uh talk on the other um our Twitter is at WeGeekPodcast, um, uh, at Adam Estep, at the Logan Witt. Our email is WeGeekPodcast at gmail.com. And that's it, Captain. Tony. <laughs>